This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today, Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University. It's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. Hazzy and Topper do it again. After two years off due to COVID, the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament is back, and Chuck and Randy win it for a second time. We'll hear from Chuck Hazzy next. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand. Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in the big catch makes me feel like a man. But the wife, she just don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass. And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my mercury right in the bag. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me. Cause I'm fishing Bumbunyan Country. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. I'm Bro Rosedale, proud to help educate Kevin Jackson on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Well, checking in with one half of the championship team of the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament, Chuck Hazzy wins it along with uh, Randy Topper, his partner. Chuck, congratulations, young man. Thanks, Kev. Well, um, you had won this tournament uh, a few years ago, and last year won the MWC on Cass Lake, so you're just uh, just collecting trophies like crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, we're on a little bit of a streak. Um, we fish, we fish quite a few tournaments. So there, there's ones where we don't do so well that nobody ever hears about. We kind of keep those quiet. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been been a good last few years now. We'll get into the details of uh, the tournament because there's some interesting stories to go with this tournament and uh, your championship. But um, you and Randy have fished a lot of tournaments together. How long have you guys been fishing together? I believe this is our fifth or sixth year now. Um, yeah, we were old college buddies, and he was off in the in the military and overseas for a while, and we kind of reconnected after he came back. And gradually, we both got into the into the fishing or the the tournament game, and uh, the rest just kind of spiraled from there. So tell me a little bit about uh, how you guys work together. Um, do you got, are you both uh, tossing? Bates out there, or one of you running the boat. How does it work? Yeah, I mean we're we're both equal partners. I Randy does a lot of the catching. I do a lot of the boat running. Um, one day I'll have the hot hand. The next day he will. We kind of we're we're pretty good at taking turns, and uh, we just we work well together. There's there's never any second guessing or any tense moments in the boat. Um, you know, we each kind of have a. a an idea of what we want to do and what we want to accomplish and stick to the same plan. So it, it, it works out well. 
I know a lot of the uh, tournaments you fish, like the AIM series and, and the MWC and Leech Lake, are multi-day tournaments, whereas uh, most of the tournaments in, in Minnesota tend to be uh, single-day tournaments. What do you prefer? You know, I like, I like both. It, um, there's kind of a saying, especially on, on the two-day tournaments, you can't win it on the first day, but you can sure lose it. And as long as you can keep your head above water, on the on the first day you've always got a fighting chance for the second day so even if you have a a not so great first day and you're still there you still feel like you have that opportunity to to jump up a few spots or grab the lead so i kind of like that that about the two-day tournaments the the one-day tournaments it's you're you're leaving it all on the line you're you're not leaving fish you know after after you caught a few like you would on a two-day tournament you might be on a good bite but you can only have so many fish. So if you if you keep pounding on that same school, you may not have anything to fish the second day. So there's strategy in there. Um, like I said, the one-day tournaments, you leave it all on the line. Um, you put everything out there. Um, but I, li- I like them both. It's kind of just, you know, it's interesting. Some tournaments are still way tournaments. Some are app-based. Some you write down your numbers on a card and have to turn in an SD card at the end of the day. There's there's a little bit of difference to just about every one we fish, so it's it's you got to stay on top of the rules and uh, you know keep everything as organized as you can. But as long as you're you're prepared before the start of it, you know I guess it really doesn't matter to me whether it's a one day or a two day. You know when you talk about the uh, weigh-ins, I you know it just seems to me that within another couple of years. Other than the 500-pound gorillas, you know, the real big major tournaments that can kind of push their weight around, so to speak, yep. um, they're all going to be app-based. I think, that's, I think that's the direction we're moving, Kev. Um, th- they were a little concerned. Uh, at first, I want to say the, the Walker Chamber of Commerce did a, did a great job on this tournament for, for hosting it the first year, and they were, they were a little nervous about the app-based. Um, you know, some... Some people fish in the tournament are tech-savvy, some are not so much, but um, really didn't hear any grumbling about anything. Everyone seemed to, to get the concept down. Um, you know, if you're unfamiliar with the app, there's a, there's a selection in there where you can kind of go in and, and practice the day before and get things kind of dialed in. So, you know, the, the first fish you catch of that tournament, you're not opening up your app and going, how do I use this and which button do I push and... You know, it's that that can get a little hectic if you got a twenty-five, twenty-six inch walleye flopping around on the floor, and you got to take a picture of it and and can't use the app. But um, it sounded like everything went smooth. The the live leaderboard thing was was really cool. You could see where you were at 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 all times throughout the day. Um, they did shut that down at one o'clock yesterday to kind of to build the suspense. And actually, there was. When we went when we went to the uh, the award ceremony, we we had no idea. We we talked to some other people. We we figured we might not even be in the top five just because that's how close the weights were at the top. But the fact that they shut that leaderboard down, you know, with two three hours still to fish, um, there were some things. There were some changes at the top, and nobody really knew what they were other than the people who caught the fish. Wow, that's that's well, that's. 
the way to do it, I think, because we do want that excitement, right, when we do that final weigh-in, and that's right. the thing that concerned a lot of people who do the big presentations, is can you keep it exciting? And, and we're doing the same thing this upcoming Saturday at the Knights of Columbus, and just shutting her down, I think, by noon for that very same purpose. So there are ways to keep the uh, weigh-in exciting. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yep, and that's, that's probably the best way of doing it, in, in my opinion. And by the way, uh, there is probably not one boat in that tournament that wasn't using electronics. So if you can handle electronics on your boat, you can handle fish donkey. That's that's very true. the uh, the fishing The fishing game in general is, I mean, if you're competitive fishing, it's there's no doubt about it. You have to have your electronics dialed. And chances are, if if you can if you can run one of the newer graphs now and practice with it. Everyone's got a smartphone now. Everyone's got apps on their phone. It just takes maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes to learn it. You practice with it. If you're paying a $500 entry fee and you're not practicing with it, then you're probably just fishing, you know, just to fish. So if if you're serious about contending and all that, you've got your electronics dialed, you know the rules to the tournament, you know the apps, you know how to take a picture, you know how to take a release video. Um, It just takes a little bit of practice. So tell us about the uh, the two days of fishing on Leech Lake. Um, as as much as you're willing to share, oh, the tournament's over. You already won it. Uh, <laughs> what? Where were the big fish, and what were you using to draw them in? Uh, it's uh, it sounds like a lot of the bigger fish were caught um, in the Walker Bay area, and then also kind of the northeast side of the lake um, up in Portage Bay. Uh, we had a big change in fish movement i would say middle of the week the fish finally were starting to move from those traditional spawning areas to some of the some of the grounds they're they're going to stay in now for the next maybe two months and and kind of call their their summer home so some of those really started to to fire up a little bit towards the end of the week um sounds like some of the fish came from close to deep water but still on the edge i guess if that makes sense especially in walker bay a lot of the the shoreline breaks that are that are close to d- deep water. Um, otherwise, fish were they were relating to you know bait. There's there's a ton of bait out there right now. There's there's a start of a bug hatch going. We're not quite to the mayflies yet. Um, I call them midge flies or fish flies. They usually hatch before the the mayflies. And when that starts happening, that pretty much means the water temperature is right around that 60 degree mark. And that's that's when the lake kind of comes to life as far as the, the females that are recovered from spawn and they're a little more active and the males are still active from after spawn, so you kind of get a little bit of a, a mixed bag on all of them. But how many total fish were caught, did you hear? I did not. Um, I don't know if they keep track of total fish, but it looked to me like most of the field had a full uh, five or six fish card um, by the end of the day. So there, there was a lot of fish caught. Leech Lake, I, I know just in our boat, we only tapped into maybe 10% of the total area of the lake where we were fishing, and we, I would say we had 35 fish days both days. Wow. So they're, they're definitely active right now. Chuck Hassey of Leisure Outdoor Adventures and half the winning team at the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. Chuck and Randy Topper, the champions. We've got a lot more to cover on the tournament and more with Chuck, including his second Fast Five later on in the show. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country.
if you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. This is Toby Cavallivan. All of us at LOA are proud to make Kev Jackson sound smart. Sort of. This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Chuck Hazzy, my guest. He and his partner, Randy Topper, just won the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament this past weekend. And Chuck, beans they went with an app. Did you go with just the largest fish or did you do a slot? Yeah, they, you know, they, there was there was some talk, and they kind of left it open for a lot of people to decide. This was back to last winter. You know, they could go they could go one of two ways. They could go all big fish, or the other option was five fish under 20 inches and one fish over 20 inches. You could take pictures of two fish over 20 inches of any size, and the the fish donkey app would actually automatically throw out the smaller one so it would take your biggest fish over over 20 inches and then your largest five fish under 20 inches is the way that that this one was run and that i think that that's a good way to do it there's there's a lot of uh husbands and wives and uh dads and sons or daughters there's a there's a male female division there's an adult child division they kind of kept it that way, I think, to keep things somewhat competitive as far as, you know, dad isn't out there fishing with his, with his 15-year-old son and, and just has to focus on big fish. Um, you know, if you catch a bunch of 14, 15-inch eaters, great. You can still throw something on the card. You can still see your name on the leaderboard. It kind of helps even things out a little bit. Yeah, and and uh, I think it's more fun. I think there's a little more of a chess match yep. when you have to... F- figure out you know those unders absolutely yes so when you uh when you got out there i'm assuming beans you spent an awful lot of time on leech lake you'd uh, pre-fished you if, if nothing else you were guiding did you did you find them where you thought you were going to find them or did you have to scramble um no we, we we had a pretty good idea um the thing i like about when when randy and the the rest of the crew comes over is they hit all the stuff that I wouldn't even think about. You know, I, it, it gets easy to get into a routine out here. If you're on fish, you're kind of doing the same thing day after day with clients. And those guys are hunting. They're, they're checking stuff, and they'll tell me, you know, I caught a fish on this shoreline. And in my mind, I'm going, what? The wind's been wrong for that shoreline for the last four days in a row. Why would there, you know, why would the fish even be there? But they, they find things, so... Um, you know, there was there was a little bit of the area that we thought we might have to go into that got expanded, um, but for the most part, we had a we we kind of stuck to our plan going into the tournament. We kind of followed that same plan all the way through. Okay, um, it, it's a, it is a good tournament, and it's kind of had its ups and downs over the last few years. I'm I'm glad that post COVID it's back, and and I uh, I'm glad to hear that the uh, the chamber did a great job. I, I'm not surprised. I know the crew over there, and and they like to do things well. So it's good to see that it came back with a with a with a big boom this year. 
They did. They had plenty of volunteers. There was nobody waiting. I mean, 155 boats is a lot of boats to check in in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and they had they had three docks going. There was someone handing you a coffee. There was someone grabbing your boat to make sure it didn't float away. There was someone checking, you know, off the checklist of, you know, live wells open. Here's your, here's your throwable. You got your life jackets. There's no hidden fish in any live wells or anything like that. The process... I would say went went very smooth overall. So they did they did a fantastic job. You know, you were mentioning uh, I think before we started recording that it's always a, a bit of a challenge fishing on your home lake. Why is that? Yeah, that's that's one of the one of the things, and a lot of tournament angler anglers will tell you the same thing. Your home water can sometimes be the toughest the toughest battle. Um, it almost becomes a, a mental challenge more than anything. You've got you know, for instance, last week I might have been fishing on the opposite end of the lake, but those are, you know, for different fish, um, not the quality of fish that we're looking to enter in this tournament. And it's pretty easy to go in with a game plan and, you know, you're a couple hours into it and things aren't going exactly how you thought they were. You can turn into scramble mode in a hurry, and, and I've done it. We've We've done it in the past, and pretty soon you're running around and, okay, you know, I've got 500 spots on this lake. There's going to be fish in one of them. And before you know it, you've killed half to three-quarters of the day driving around looking for fish that you didn't actually practice on or knew for a fact that were there recently. So it, it becomes a, a mind game, and you've kind of got to just fight through that and be patient. Um, sometimes it gets really hard. I mean, for the first two hours yesterday, we didn't have a fish in the boat. We were in first place after day one, and and pretty soon it's 9.30 on Sunday, and we're down to 18th place or something like that. Everyone passed us. So you start looking at the live leaderboard and getting a little antsy, but the the best thing that we've learned to do is just stay patient, and if we get beat, you know, at least we stuck to our game plan and threw everything we could. So it uh, that definitely adds an effect to it. You had a bit of a frantic morning before you got out on the water Sunday. Yeah, it didn't didn't start off all that well. We had a mini mini fire in the back of the boat before takeoff and lost a trolling motor and fortunately I I had a a good friend Dan Fuller. Um he he had an extra one that he borrowed me before uh the start of the tournament just in case anything happened and we actually had to use it. We had to rewire uh, a trolling motor that had some kind of an electrical fire and rewire the the used one and mount that to the boat all before takeoff we i think we got to the landing about 10 minutes before boats started taking off so it it didn't start out all that well and it's it's easy to let that rattle you and it 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 kind of did to be honest for the first hour or so and finally you just you got to snap out of it and and get through the adversity and Hope that someday it just ends up being a good story. Was there creative language used that I can't repeat on the air? Yeah, there might have been. Actually, there, <laughs> there there wasn't even a lot of talking. It was, what's on fire? Oh, my God, my trolling motor's on fire. And, I mean, there was four people. There wasn't many words said. It was running to here and taking this bolt off and grabbing the wire strippers and wiring in a new electrical plug and plugging it back in and crossing your fingers that the, the used one still worked. And a uh, couple deep breaths in the truck before we left the yard and a couple, couple laughs. 
on <laughs> <laughs> how ironic it was, but uh, yeah, it was it was a little tense there for a while. So, question for you as a, as a guide who spends a lot of time on leech, um, and you're getting ready for a tournament, uh, do you uh, do you have to force yourself to maybe not pre fish when you're guiding, or can you find a way to do both? Um, generally, I mean, I, I like to take a sample size of what I think I'm going to be doing. And a, a lot of the customers I take now, fortunately, are, are repeat customers. And I'll, I'll let them know before we start your trip, maybe, hey, we're going to go, we're going to go fish this spot and we're going to do this, this, and this and see what works. And if we start catching them, great. We're probably not going to beat it up too bad, but just know you're, you're helping me too. And most people agree to that. Um, and if we have to leave a spot because I think it's something we might be using in the next day or two, we'll just go find them somewhere else and, and, and keep doing that. So um, it's a little mixture of both, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty cool. It, I mean, I bet for, for your clients that's kind of a fun thing, you know, right. to, to, to do that too. Um, but it's like you say, though, but I do think, as you, as you explained it, that it is challenging to be on your home lake uh, for those reasons that, well, I know fish are normally here. Right. Yeah, you've got, you know, 15, 20 years worth of experience, and, you know, it's, it's like I said, things can get a little tough at times, or you might be going through a tough bite window, and you, your mind might start to wander about running to the other side of the lake because, you know, four days ago in this wind we caught fish in this place, but... It's like I said, it'll it'll burn you more often than not to go scrambling around and, and checking spots and usually it's a, a pretty good idea to have a game plan of maybe half a dozen spots and, and stick to those. And if it doesn't work, it, it doesn't work. But more often than not, if you just stick to the plan, uh it usually ends up uh you know, with some some reward of some kind. When we come back, Chuck will take off his tournament hat and put on his guide hat and tell us how the overall bite's been on Leech Lake so far this year, plus the Fast Five. I'm Kevin Cochran of Kevin Cochran's Musky Guide Service, and I catch fish bigger than Kev Jackson on a daily basis. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Chuck Hazzy, my guest from Leisure Outdoor Adventures and the current champ, along with partner Randy Topper of the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. But, Chuck, let's take a look overall at the fishing scene on Leech Lake, not just tournament weekend. How has it been so far this year? It's been good. It started off with a bang on opener. Um, things got a little bit tough, you know, the, the following week. We didn't have a lot of wind. We had some crappy cold weather. The fish were a little lethargic. Um, and now since we've had this recent warm-up over the last week, the water temperatures have risen a bit. The panfish are starting to bite. The bass are biting. I've seen, I think I've seen four or five muskies in the last two or three days now. 
Um, everything, like I said, the the lake is just it's kind of cool to watch it all come to life at at one time. And now this last week, the the fishing has been just absolutely fantastic. Okay, um, your LO, your fellow LOA guys did pretty well too. They did. Yeah, we had uh, we had uh, Toby, Toby and uh, Zach, Toby Kavalivog. They ended up in the top fifteen along with Jeff Anderson and Steve Olson, and then. Uh, Chris Whitney actually, I believe he took tenth place, and uh, he was fishing with with his son. So that was that was pretty dang cool. We had uh, four boats there in the in the top fifteen. So it was it was a good showing. So if you want to catch fish, you got to hire Leisure Outdoor Adventures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what's next for you guys, tournament wise? We actually go to Malax this week, so I'll be heading down there. Um, probably Wednesday we have a aim tournament out there on Sunday, so it's there's not a lot of downtime in between. We go right to the next one, and then uh, after that, not too far after that, is the Graha on on Pakegama. That is an incredible lake, but it's also, from what I hear, one of the most frustrating lakes in the state of Minnesota. It is. Uh, I, I bring a couple sharp sticks every year when I head to that lake because there's days you feel like gouging your eyeballs out <laughs> trying to figure out what those fish are doing. But it's also a lake where you can catch multiple 30-inchers in the matter of hours. So it's it's a high-risk, high-reward type of deal. And and some of the local guys that have you know been on that lake usually have the upper hand. Um, but every once in a while, someone gets lucky. It's it, A lot of it, like we talked about before, comes down to using your electronics and then being patient sometimes it it takes a while before those those big fish decide to eat but when they do there's usually nothing from from stopping them doing it so there's there's a lot of patience involved and it's not a lake where you're going to go catch 50 walleyes in one day um but the quality is just absolutely amazing and they're they're built like footballs they're they're eating things that a lot of the fish around you know in our lakes around here don't have available to them like smelt and and things like that because it's connected to the river so the fish are just built like absolute tanks and you're catching the 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 other part of that fishery is it's a fantastic smallmouth fishery uh constantly catching smallies in that four to five pound range while you're fishing walleyes and that's that's pretty fun so it gives you a couple different opportunities every once in a while i'll catch myself you know you catch a nice smallie and see there's a few more there and We'll, might pitch a jig and a leech or something back to them just to try to catch a couple more, just because it is so fun. You know, there it's uh, it's there's they're deep. There's a lot of surface area as well, and as you noted, there's there's probably more food in there than a lot of lakes. So it's hard to lure them. It is. It is. They they've got they've got plenty of options. I've uh, I've called them zombie walleyes in the past. <laughs> I've, I've dropped underwater cameras, and you can see them, and they're just they're just faced, you know, in in a school, and they're faced one direction, and it looks like their eyes are glazed over, and they they're not even alive. But I'll tell you, when they decide to eat, um, they really do. It's they 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 bite hard, they they fight hard, and uh, they're like no other fish in the state of Minnesota that I've seen. Well, it's uh, it's probably a good thing you won this tournament since you have to buy a new trolling motor. <laughs> yeah, it uh, sometimes you win some last year. Uh, we won some money in Wisconsin, and on the way home, the the engine on my truck blew up, and so sometimes it goes out as fast <laughs> as it comes in, and but that's just part of the game. Yeah, 
Uh, it's a, and it's definitely a camaraderie and a brotherhood. Absolutely. That's, and I'll say this, we, we talk about it every tournament. I mean, if you would have seen my yard on Thursday and Friday, you couldn't fit another vehicle. I have an acre and a half here, and the amounts of boats and pickups and campers and, you know, we, we did a big fish fry and everyone's around. That's, to me, that's, that's the funnest part of the whole thing is everyone getting together and, you know, everyone fishes hard all day and then we, you know, might have a beer or two in the evening and do a fish fry and, and talk about the day and what our plan's going to be moving forward and just that, that's, to me, that's, that's the best part of it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, again, congratulations. And, uh, Chuck, if uh, people want to hire you now that you are a champion once again, uh, how do they get that done? Uh, you can always call our 800 number, and that is 855-LOA-HOOK. You can also go to our website, leisureoutdooradventures.com. There's a way of booking trips or getting a hold of us on there. Or you can call me on my cell, and that's 218-289-1383. Well, Chuck, you are one of the lucky few who has been able to have a second Fast Five. Oh, boy. Was I not good enough the first time? Oh, no. It's just, I got 100 questions to burn here. Oh, man. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll be, I'm sure I'll be coming up with more as we go along. <laughs> so, Are you ready for your second Fast Five? I'm ready. What's up? Fast Five. In your first Fast Five, you stunned the world by telling us you can't eat fish due to allergies. And that your favorite fish was pizza. <laughs> so, what is your favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni and green olive. All right, speaking of pies, pie or cake? Ooh, I'd have to go with pie. Fruit pies or cream pies? Ooh, now that is a question. Man, banana cream pie is tough to beat. Yeah, I guess that's kind of both, actually. All right, here we go. This is controversial. This is a controversial question. Oh, boy. Ginger or Marianne? Ginger. Okay. Wow, you didn't even pause. <laughs> I thought you might go for the one who'd go fishing with you. Well, yeah. Sometimes I like to be alone when I fish, too. <laughs> Question number four. Rock or country? Country. And this They're kind of the same thing now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we'll stick with country. Okay. And finally, question number five. How old were you when you caught your first fish? Oh, boy. I guess one. <laughs> I don't have anything to prove that, but I would say somewhere between one and two years old. So so you can't remember then what it even was? No, I, it was early. I, I grew up in a fishing family, so um, I was that kid even at four or five years old if, if Dad left the yard and he had the boat hooked up he uh it wasn't very often that he didn't take me and i'm thankful for that uh, but boy if it ever did happen my mom was in for uh, a, a real cranky four-year-old for the next five or six hours <laughs> well then let's let's phrase it this way is there a particular fish caught from your childhood that you remember really well yeah actually there, there's there's a stringer. Um, I was, I think, I was six, 
and we went, I, re, I still remember the day we went to a new lake that we'd never been to because my dad had heard of a hot tip back in Ottertail County, and uh, we went fishing that day with, with, I went with my dad and, and his boss at the time, and we caught six total walleyes. I caught all six of them. One I still have on my wall to this day, but that was back in the time where, I mean, you kept everything. Mm-hmm. There was no, there was no slot limits or anything like that. There was not much conservation in the matter, and I, I believe the stringer of six walleyes weighed something like thirty-six pounds. Oh my goodness! And uh, yeah, I caught them all on my on my Grandpa Laverne, um, old brown and red. I had a Zebco reel on it, and uh, I still I still remember the day. So that's that's one I've still got the picture, and I've got the fish on the wall. My my high school uh, basketball coach actually did a little bit of taxidermy, and, and he mounted the fish for me. So that's that's probably a special one. Great story. That's the uh, Fast Five Plus with Chuck Hazy today. He is half the champion, along with the. Uh, Randy Topper's partner, the other half of the champions of the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. Chuck, always great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time. My pleasure, Kev. Thank you. It's a busy week this week. It's Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic Week, so we'll hear about that as the week goes on. I'll be live from Take a Kid Fishing on Wednesday. There's some other great events coming up in June we're going to be talking about this week as well. Some great stuff coming up on the show, but that's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. As always, thanks for taking the time, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. F-I-S-H-I-I-N-P-O-P-O-N-I-N-C-O-N-T-R-Y